Hi, we're Shannon and Jerry Arner. And our dog, Betty White. Your hosts of the Arner Adventures podcast. Could we have named it something more creative? Probably. But it's the name of our blog. It's our last name. We're on an adventure. Yada, yada, yada. After running our own business, working 24-7. And don't forget a mental breakdown in between. We made a lifestyle change and decided to make the most out of life. We sold our house, most of our belongings, downsized, and moved to the coast. We live life minimally, but fully. We live each day as an adventure. This show will help you learn how to live life more fully, with more intention, by experiencing more, and with less stuff. We'll talk about our own experiences, interview others who have much to share by creating a spark in our lives. Some days we'll share real life ongoings of what we're going through, and others will talk about our favorite flavor of waffle. Come join our adventure. It's, it's the, the Arner Adventures, Adventures Podcast. Hello, everyone. I'm Jerry. And I'm Shannon. Betty White is here with us, and we're back for episode 86 of the Arner Adventures Podcast. We are so thankful you're here. Speaking of being thankful, Let's get to our appreciation for the review of the week. This review comes to us from Bernardo. Bernardo says, great podcast, a must listen for those seeking intentional living. <laughs> Highly recommend. Bernardo or Bernardo, Bernardo. <laughs> Thank you so much. If you all would like to support our podcast like Bernardo did, please leave us a five-star reviewer rating on the platform you're listening to us on. It helps to serve us up to others who may enjoy content like ours, like Bernardo did. Well, today's episode is all about things that we no longer buy as minimalists. Sure, we have had a no-buy year in the past, and we've talked about that, but this is a standard list of things that we do not buy at all anymore. We thought by sharing it, it would bring you into what the minimalist lifestyle is all about. It's not doom and gloom or a barren existence. We find, in fact, that our lives are more full, right? Right on. So let's get to it. Let's get to it. Mm -hmm. Well, we're going to have a, a top 10 list. We love a list. And a list. I, we love a top 10 list. And so what we thought we would do is kind of come up with in our lifestyle, the top 10 list of things that we no longer buy as minimalists. So do you want to start with the first one? I will. Um, and this is, uh, I think this is one of the more important ones. Impulse purchases. We are more intentional about our buying habits and avoid unnecessary or impulsive purchases. Yes. So one of the weak spots I used to have is the checkout line. So like when you're waiting to check out wherever you are, grocery store or wherever, and there's all those things, it's either gum or it might be hand sanitizer or- There's no longer a pile of Star Magazine sitting <laughs> up in the corner of our room. <laughs> I never gave Star Magazine our money, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I just don't even, I remember it sort of being a struggle at first when we sort of changed our lifestyle and just was more mindful. Now it doesn't even have to become mindful. But uh, if it's something that you want to work on, I would just advise you to be prepared. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you something that I used to do is I had a book in my purse and I would get the book out if I was waiting in line and just start reading the book. It's a little bit better than staring at your phone. So um, anything you can do to sort of avoid that. And then as far as like other things are not the checkout line, what we do is we discuss our purchases. So you may remember in a previous episode, a few weeks ago, we had about our financial meeting. So we really talk every single day and then have a big month, I mean, a big weekly meeting where we talk about our expenses, but we, we do focus and say, you know what, I think we need this. 
And it would just make us feel sort of weird to go, hey, I bought all this crap in the checkout line the other day. So, you know. Yeah, well, that's right. And and there, there are reasons that checkout line is tough. They study that stuff. Yeah, They, they know marketing. to put that Reese's Peanut Butter Cup at eye level when, mm -hmm. you're, when it's the last thing out. And you go, what's well, one more thing at this point? I got a whole cart load. Yeah. Or not even edible mm -hmm. items, but just things that are just going to clutter up your home. They're yeah. just unnecessary. Right. It's not going to break the wheel on the shopping cart. Let me throw it in there. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, moving so, on. Number two is trendy or fast fashion. So instead of constantly buying new clothes, we focus on high quality, versatile pieces that fit in sort of a capsule wardrobe. They last longer and they fit our personal style. So uh, a lot of things, actually, I can't even remember the last time we bought brand new clothes. We usually buy them uh, at reuse online stores like Poshmark. Um, right, we right. sell a lot of our stuff we don't use anymore or that we didn't, didn't use on Poshmark. And with that balance, we use for clothes. So it helps to keep items mm. out of the landfill, which makes us feel a lot better. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we just try to think more about the things that we're purchasing and is it going to stick around? Is this something I'm going to wear one time or is this something for an event? We want to make sure that you can get more use out of it instead of, you know, constantly buying new things that are just going to clutter up your closet. That, that's right. Yeah. And that might have been a little tougher for you as a, a fashion minded type of well-dressed uh, young lady that you've always <laughs> been. Um, for me, who's had the same fashion sense since about junior high <laughs> it hasn't been too much of a, a departure for me what we're doing but you know but anyway yeah enough about that we've done pretty well yeah mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so number three excessive home decor we opt for a more minimalist approach to decorating our living space focusing on essential and meaningful items yeah and living in a small space as well we sort of have the tiny living living aspect where things serve multiple purposes, just like the clothes, right? You, you don't, we don't just buy things for one use or one event. Uh, in our home, we have things that serve different purposes, and I think we feel really good about that. We also, you know, I'm just kind of looking. We don't have. We used to have all these tchotchke decor things around our house before we downsized and now it's really decorated with plants which provide a yeah. good healthy benefit uh -huh. so and this one's one of my more favorite too because i think since we downscale on things more meaningful items that might have been packed away in a in an attic uh back the way we used to live or, or way a lot of people probably live seem to have come out in the forefront more and uh meaningful items stuff that you know they yeah they nostalgic or uh, sentimental or whatever. And, and they, they kind of sit out now. That's true. I think mm -hmm. a good, a good point about that is around the holidays. We, if you've ever seen our vlog, we, we don't, we don't really decorate a whole lot. I mean, we don't feel the need to have a bunch of decoration for just one time a year, but we do think it's important to celebrate the holidays. And so one of the things that we do have means means something to us is the nutcracker that your mom gave you. Right. And yeah. it really stands mm -hmm. at the forefront now, whereas before, I don't even remember seeing it because it was just in the background of all of our stuff. Of the mix of, of all those, um, their Christmas decorations. We yeah. Put up. Yeah. But of course, something like that is, is the things that come to the forefront once you weed through stuff that has 
no sentimental meaning. And let's face it, a lot of times when it's Christmas decorations, most stuff is kind of yeah not old or sentimental. But yeah, you get that that nutcracker out there, and that's been around with me, I think, for forty years probably. And, yeah, uh, and that's a really cool thing to have out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, number four, and again, this is so different than our previous lifestyle, but duplicate or rarely used kitchen gadgets. We used to have so much in our kitchen, uh, but what we do now is we regularly declutter our, our whole house, but especially the kitchen, and only keep the essential tools and appliances we use regularly. One of the things that sometimes I look for and I realize we don't have anymore is our uh, like mini food processor to chop up things really quickly. But I think I only look for it maybe once or twice a year. So I'm glad we don't have it. So then it just I just take a little bit extra time and manually chop it up. Or if things really need to be chopped up, I can pull out the blender and just put it on a different setting. Summer gifting just got sweeter with our amazing sponsor, Sugarwish. When it comes to gift giving, what could be better than a delicious treat? Sugarwish is our go-to for the perfect consumable gift. And when we say consumable, we mean an incredible variety of options. From candy and coffee to wine, cookies, cotton candy, popcorn, savory snacks, and Betty's favorite, dog treats for our furry friends. Sugarwish has it all. But here's the best part. Sugarwish is all about saving us time. With a simple order on their website, you can send the perfect gift via email or text, and it arrives precisely when you want it to. No more wasted time. Sugarwish actually saves us time. It's a win-win. Don't miss out on the opportunity to save $7 off your gift. Just use the code ADVENTURE, all caps, one word, during checkout. For quick access to the code and link, head over to arneradventures.com slash sugarwish. It's also conveniently available in the show notes. Get ready to make someone's day with a delightful gift. Now let's dive back into the show. But, you know, we don't have a lot of dishes. We, You know, the people that have dishes for place settings of 12 and 18 and there's two in the house, it, you know, I mean, to each their own, but we would never have that. No. Why would we? <laughs> if we ever have 12 people over for dinner, I'm disappearing for a week. <laughs> <laughs> I am yeah. telling you. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we, we only have what we need. Um, we did a vlog a while back when we first, you know, changed our lifestyle that was called Two Coffee Cups. Mm -hmm. And we, at that time, only had two. I think we have maybe four now. But yeah. we only had two coffee mugs. We don't need four. But now we do have... Um, a, a, a select handful of people that come and visit and we do need a little bit more for people to have some coffee, but yeah, we're not going to have place settings for, for five, six, eight people or more. That's no, just... no, we're not. And yeah. And the kitchen is one really, one real point of focus, I think, because kitchen gadgets, as opposed to something else in the house are usually smaller. And I think it's pretty common for most people to end up with four bottle openers or four uh, whatever else, you know, and, and so you, if you keep weeding through those things, you, you don't, you realize you don't need all that and somebody else can use them. Yeah. So that's mm -hmm. true. Well, you want to go to number five? Yes. Let's go to number five. And that one's me single use or disposable items. We prefer reusable alternatives like metal or glass containers instead of plastic ones. Yeah. And, you know, we went to glass storage containers back before we sort of transferred to our minimalist lifestyle uh, just because of the benefit, the health benefits and, and the harm that 
plastic can do when you store things in it for a, a significant amount of time or you can't rewarm things in plastic. It's just really harmful to you. So we switched to glass, which was easy. Um, you know, we if we buy something that's in a a jar with a, a good lid, we, we reuse that. It's like, mm -hmm. Oh, okay. We can, we can keep some snacks in this or um, whatever. When we pack, you, you pack lunch a lot, but when you pack lunch, it's in glass containers with lids. And mm -hmm. um, yeah, I just, the other thing really is, and I've started doing this just because I've been on a lot of road travel lately is if I'm going to stop, let's just say, uh, I remember one day stopping at Publix and having to grab um, a salad, right? Because I was on the road and I wanted something a little bit healthier. And I had to, I had to resort to having a plastic fork. And it bothered me so bad having that, that now I have a reusable utensil set in my glove compartment that I just use. And if I'm going to be on the road, at least I know it's going to make me feel better. And then I just bring it in and wash it next time I come in. But yeah, it just makes me feel better. And, you mm -hmm. know, we have these little kits, these travel kits with these reusable straws and utensils that we got. We actually purchased it. We don't ever hardly purchase anything mm -hmm. uh, when we're traveling, but we did on the Virgin Voyages cruise, they had them because Virgin Voyages is really great about reducing their carbon footprint and travel and so they do sell some items that, you know, sort of contribute to a more sustainable way of life. Mm -hmm. And so we did get a couple of those kits, which have been really handy. I mean, I, I haven't used a paper straw in forever. It makes me feel like a Boy Scout with my little, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Plastic straw. It, it I mean. makes me feel good to have that that reusable container. Yeah. Yeah. Of, uh, it is very Boy Scout-ish. Uh -huh. Maybe your friend Post Malone can take a note from this and start putting his Bud Light into a metal container. Instead of a stage. Solo cup? Instead of the trademark red Solo cup. I agree. Yeah. I agree. We'll uh, see. We'll see how that works Yeah. Out. Yeah. We'll have to start a campaign, maybe. <laughs> that, that would. Although that might break Coliseum rules to bring in a glass container or a metal container. I don't know. but Yeah. That's but true. But for him, maybe an exception. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or some kind of biodegradable or something. I don't know. I think. Well, we've really gone off track here. <laughs> well, <laughs> number six is excessive tech gadgets. So one of the things, obviously, we have the podcast. We have um, our work that show, you know, we have to use digital items. Um, we have, we have, we have definitely have tech gadgets, probably not as much as most people in the content creation industry, probably less than most people, period, mm -hmm. because we sort of assess what our tech needs are and we avoid buying multiple items or multiple devices that serve similar purposes. I remember in the beginning when we started this podcast, we recorded everything on the cell phone. We did. Yeah. We would put it on a tripod and just record even when we had guests. Mm hmm. And we've, we've had to, you know, change a little bit so our quality is better. But yeah. yeah, we try to look at things like that. We don't have Kindles or e-readers because we can do that on our phone or the laptop because the laptop sort of folds over and changes yeah. to a tablet. So just things like that. If, if you can do it on your phone and you can live without 
a computer? Oh my gosh, wouldn't that be great? It would be great. And it works out great for me because I'm like somebody who's been dropped out of a time machine <laughs> from the 1800s when it comes to tech. It just, so to keep the tech gadgets down really helps me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I can, I can see that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I figured you could. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you go to number seven. It's probably my most, most exciting. Yeah, number seven is a good one. And we've been at this for years. Paper towels or paper napkins. Having cloth napkins or cleaning cloths made of old towels and cloth reduces clutter and waste. Well, we really, I, I cannot remember the last time that we bought paper towels or napkins. I can't. Uh, I know. I can't either. It's been uh -huh. a really long time. Yep. Uh, when people come over. And they're visiting. I think that's probably one of the first things that they're just like, what? What do you clean with? Well, we've got cloths, you know, that we clean with and then we wash them uh -huh. or old, old T-shirts you've had. We, mm -hmm. we use um, to clean up messes and things like that. But we use cloth napkins. We got a few cloth napkins, I think, from Ikea years ago. They're still holding strong. And then I remember one time. I don't know, years ago, seeing on a sale, probably one of those checkout, lines, <laughs> a sale rack of these marked down cloth napkins that are not pretty, but who cares? We, we use them for napkins. We so yeah. I got them for cents. It seems like you could probably also go to Goodwill or a reasonable, you know, consignment shop and get them super cheap. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. And the fun thing about using old t-shirts to clean with is you can for one you're getting a job done and you're also having a nice reminder that you went to see duran duran in 1992 <laughs> so it kind of serves a dual i don't think that has made it to cleaning cloth status <laughs> <laughs> i think that's still my long sleeve t-shirt right i think it is yeah that one's still holding it was up. a little bit later than 92 but uh, okay. <laughs> but <laughs> Get ready to set the perfect summer ambiance with Southern Oak Artisan, our trusted sponsor for this episode. Southern Oak Artisan specializes in crafting 100% natural soy candles that not only enhance the aesthetics of your space, but also prioritize your health. These candles are made with non-toxic ingredients, ensuring a safe and enjoyable breathing experience. So say goodbye to overpowering scents. With an array of delightful summer options like Lime But No Salt and their new Mayberries candle that is strawberry guava scented. OMG, you're going to be spoiled for choice when it comes to selecting your favorite scent. What's even better is that Southern Oak Artisan's 100% natural soy candles are handmade right here in our home state of North Carolina. But don't worry. If you're not local, they ship all across the United States. Ready to bring the captivating scents of Southern Oak Artisan into your home this summer? Head over to arneradventures.com slash Southern Oak Artisan, where you can grab our exclusive discount code and link to save on your soy candle purchase. That's arneradventures.com slash Southern Oak Artisan. Make sure to check the show notes for easy access. It's time to elevate your space with the essence of summer. And now let's dive back into the show. <laughs> yeah. So number eight, we talked about this a little bit earlier about travel, novelty or souvenir items. We, when we travel and go places, we prioritize experiences over the material possessions. We avoid buying souvenirs, novelty items, things that lack lasting value. So something that we just talked about, we bought on the Virgin Voyages cruise was the reusable utensil set. We use that. It it provides a value for our life. Something else I think we did, I think it was actually Virgin Voyages, 
No, it was given to us. I was going to say was a wine opener, bottle opener. Mm -hmm. And we use that. But so what we did was we got rid of the other ones that we had yep. and have that because it reminds us of when we were there. But right. other than those two things, I really, I was thinking about this before we got on here. I can't think of any souvenir item that we have, have purchased in a number of years. And I remember every time we came back, we would have like a little tchotchke sitting around. How many Eiffel towers did we have sitting around that house? before we downsized. You had, you it had was quite, a lot. Yeah, quite a few. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But you know, those things don't uh, bring us joy. They don't, mm -hmm. um, you know, it's just stuff we have to dust around. So we just don't have those things anymore. Um, you know, some people buy t-shirts. Which some would argue here from what we just said, well, eventually yeah, that works might. out as one of your cleaning cloths. That's true. Or if you, if, if you don't have clothes, it might be good to go, oh, you know, I need a new t-shirt. You might need a new t-shirt. While I'm yeah. in New York, I will buy an I Love New York t-shirt. Mm -hmm. Okay, fine. You know, yeah. but we just don't feel the need in buying it if we don't need it. Another thing uh -huh. you can you can do here is if you are in New York, I just love the I Love New York t-shirts, mm -hmm. but if you want to buy that shirt, you can in your in your mind go okay what other shirt do i not need and yeah. can get rid of mm -hmm. and that can sort of minimize the amount of things that you have that's right, right? yeah and if you really do want to look down the road then you can you can figure that in 2035 you'll be wiping your countertops <laughs> with that i love new york t-shirt so it really it that all kind of works out like that you yeah. know mm -hmm. uh, kind of off topic but not this week we had two pillowcases that had just been you know, cleaned and cleaned and cleaned. And they start after a while, they started like tearing. Yeah. Um, these were not cozy earth <laughs> pillowcases. <laughs> we have those, but we, they were older before cozy earth. Yeah. And my first thought was going to be like, Oh, let me just trash them. And mm -hmm. then I was like, chair, can we use these for cleaning cloths somehow? He's like, of course we can. Of Shannon. Course we can. <laughs> and we did. We still do. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. we do. We okay. Did and we do. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay, well, moving right along, non-essential books or magazines. We often borrow books from libraries or read digitally to reduce physical clutter. Yeah, like that Star Magazine you were talking about earlier? Yeah. That, that does not happen. <laughs> yeah, we, look, we love some books and I, I will say a new book will come out, but I can almost guarantee that someone else will buy it. And then I can borrow it from them after or our little free library here down by the water on the sidewalk will often have new releases because people locally will read it and then they'll put it in the little free library. Yeah. And, you know, my mom will, will lend me books and she doesn't have a use for them and they'll be brand new. So mm -hmm. I'll go and put it in the little free library. We love our actual library. Yeah, it, it's a it's a really <laughs> For a small town too it's a really yeah. great library so if you're in a larger yeah. town oh i can't even imagine your options mm -hmm. and also if if our library doesn't have a book that i really want lots of times they'll put out a request to another library and bring it in even outside of our county mm -hmm. so um you know another thing is to read digitally there's a lot of um free ebooks online that you can sort of borrow from different online websites and um, a lot of people have those you can share from them. Like if they have an app, a lot of times the app will let them lend it out to one person until it comes back to their digital library. Mm -hmm. But yeah, one of the things we used to have a lot of was books. And now I think yeah. we have the one shelf of the things that, and it's not even a full shelf. 
of books. We have pared them down, but that mm -hmm. shelf, we did pare it down to the essential. So that shelf looks really good when you look up there. That's <laughs> a cool lineup of books. And, it, and it kind of does add to the decor a little bit, but you don't want to yeah. all of them, you know, unless you live in a mansion, I guess. That's right. <laughs> have your own library. Yeah. But if you have your own library, have people come in and borrow them because why do you have a home library if you read them? Isn't that uh -huh. a Seinfeld uh, thing of if you've read the book, why do you still have it? Yeah. You know, are you going to read it again? Now you do read books sometimes again. What's the deal with books you already read? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, number 10 goes back to a little bit about what we've talked about, but not just decor, but it is non-functional or decorative items. So we prioritize functionality. If you haven't heard that already mm -hmm. over excessive decorations, trinkets, ornaments, uh, you know, even curtains, we're not downing curtains if you really like them. We just found that when we had them, it was another thing that accumulated dust. So we went with our like shutter blinds and they black out and, um, you know, they last longer. We don't have to worry ourselves about the curtains, but it, even if it's not that just things like, you know, some people have a, you know, pretty cabinet or, um, like a, side table that's not really at the side table it's somewhere else in their home and they don't even use it or it just collects a bunch of things um you know we just don't have i feel like we don't have things that we could put things into so much if they don't already serve a purpose because we would put things into them i feel like if it's sort of like the junk drawer yeah you know a junk drawer just sort of screams out for more junk to be put into it so yeah. we just make sure that the things in our home, they do bring us joy. We have plenty of things that bring us joy, but they're also uh, functional. Right. Or on a larger scale, the walk, the walk up attic, the kind you walk into or the three car garage. Mm. Honestly, in my experience, 80% of the time, I've just seen those things fill with clutter. Yeah. So it's, um, you know, yeah. not down in your walk in attic or your three car garage, but it seems like that like that works out that way a lot. And we've though, seen, so. we've seen that a lot in our previous business. Yeah. We were yeah. in, in people's homes a lot and yeah, you, you are exposed the way people live and just like, I'm sure, you know, people who see our stuff on camera or whatever about how we live online, you know, you can be a little judgmental, but I think we're not trying to be judgmental here. We're just pointing out that there was a lot of people who we were like, Oh, they have this giant house and this three-car garage and they don't even use their garage for their car because there's so much crap in it. Yeah. You know? Or they forgot they had one particular car because it got buried with, yeah. with crap. Yeah. That's an exaggeration. <laughs> well, some of them. But if you can imagine it, it's believable. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's sort of like when my mom had things stored away in her attic before she, down, she downsized, her and my stepdad. Uh, before they moved to their home now. And when they would say to me, Hey, I think this box has a bunch of your stuff in it. I said, get rid of it because I don't even know what it is. And if I have gone this long and not known what it is, I don't need it. So a lot of people even forget what they've stored away or in that fancy cabinet in their living room. Once you open the doors, you don't even know what's in there. So just get rid of it. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. it's not serving a purpose and holding your TV there or uh, a lamp that you need for reading or something. Just, Get rid of it if you're seeking to downsize. That's right. You know? Mm -hmm. Well, there you have it. Things we no longer buy as minimalists. 
Remember that minimalism is a personal lifestyle choice and the items you choose not to buy will vary based on your values, needs, and goals. Yep. The key is to be mindful of your purchases and focus on what truly adds value to your life. If you are interested in our declutter challenge, our 30 day declutter challenge, it's free. It will be linked in the show notes. And we have a lot of things coming up with sort of simplifying your life. And, you know, one of the things that we talk about a lot, just want to put this out there before we part is our mental health and physical health improved when we changed our lifestyle to a more minimal one. Oh, I, I would say without a doubt, it's, um, it's been quite the experience a rewarding experience. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So anyway, well, there, I think we said, there you have it, but there you have, there it. you have it, there you have it. If this episode resonated with you, or if you know of someone who would benefit from anything we talked about today or any episode, our guests or anything, please share it with a friend. It's a great way of supporting the podcast and us, and we really appreciate it. Another way of supporting the pod is by leaving us a five-star reviewer rating on the platform you're listening to us on. Oh, and go ahead and hit that subscribe button because that also supports us. We would love that. You can always find us, links we refer to during the show, and any of the podcast sponsors at arnardventures.com or linked here in these show notes. And until next time, enjoy that journey you're on. We're wishing you lots of adventures. Adios. Arrivederci. Au revoir. Adios. Uh, sayonara. Alvida. Uh, dos vidiniana. And a 